Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, what's poppin', my niggas? PSA poppin'. All the vibes already, man. Watch. What's good, my G? What's good, my G? How you? You know the vibes already, man. Um, Let's get into this, Watch, man. We've been doing something that we've been doing for the last couple of weekends here where we were visiting a lot of albums, you know, a lot of us, a lot of our supporters know we are a bunch of old head New York niggas that just love talking hip hop. And obviously our love for hip hop is broadened. And some people want us to go to other regions and other albums that, you know, we were outside for when it was on and popping. Um, Tupac Shakur, man. Um, before we get into the meats and potatoes of the Don, Don Kumalamati, pardon me, um, story, man. Talk to me, man. Tupac, man. Going into this project, man. Um, this is when he passed away. Obviously, Watts, right? Well, this album was done already, so he right. he recorded this album in August of 1996. It came out in November, so this is not an album that wasn't finished or completed. It was a it was a complete album. Um, you know, Pac was a prolific worker, so he'd be working on movies and and, and he was just doing a lot. So I remember him talking about this album in an interview when he was shooting the movie Gridlock, and he talked about this album. So the album was absolutely done and completed. Um, Suge Knight put it out earlier because of his untimely passing. It really wasn't even supposed to come out in 96. It was supposed to come out in 97. But due to Pac's untimely passing, he put it out earlier. Uh, let's get right into this, Watts, man. The first song, man, set it off, my brother. Bomb first, my second reply, produced by a gentleman named Daryl Harper, who seemed to do the bulk of the production on his project, though, man. Talk to me, man. Machiavelli, man. Tupac, man. I really, um, I love the title of the song, Bomb First, my second reply. Um, so this was uh, at the height of the quote-unquote East Coast-West Coast War. Yes. You know, I'm always offended. I'm always offended when people call it an East Coast war because it was New York City. Like, wh- wh- where was the East Coast at? Um, right. The people, the people he's dissing on this are from Queens, New York, and Brooklyn, New York. Yes. And if you want to say Puffy, we're gonna say Money Earning Mount Vernon, Harlem. Um, Money Earning. The first song is. So here's the thing: if Pac was alive. When this album came out and this song came out, man, oh, man, it would have sent mm. shockwaves, shockwaves through the hip-hop industry. I mean, first of all, he's dissing Mob Deep, Jay-Z, Nas, and Big. Yes. And those don't get no, you like, hold rappers. On. Let that breathe. Hold on. Let that breathe of the names that Pac was calling out. You know, if you do that in this era, they would deem you as a hater. Not only a hater, it's equivalent to someone came out at the height of Atlanta and they just Jeezy, T.I., and Gucci Man in, in, yeah. in 06, in 07. Like, literally, that's what Pac did. Um, 
first of all, the intro he's talking he's talking about Mob Jay Z, and you know the 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 classic line. I'm a bad boy killer. Jay Z died too. Looking out for Mob Deep, nigga. When I find you, find you. We yeah. motherfuckers <laughs> don't deserve to breathe. How many niggas want to die for me? Yeah, yeah. So this was very aggressive pop, going at the best big dogs albums and best rappers out of New York City. Mind you, this is 1996, and you going at it was written Nas, Reasonable Doubt, Jay, Biggie had did the Get Money remix. You knew what that was about, and Mob Deep right. was about to drop Hell on Earth. Well, so this was this song. It's, so let me just tell you about this mm-hmm. song. Because Pac had died and hip-hop was in, like, mourning, it, 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 it took away how impactful this song would have been because he was dead. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me say this. So it was just let me, let me take it back shocking. I think time when he said Jay-Z's name, it probably did. Let's be real. It probably did not hold weight more than it did the Mob Deep slander or the Nas slander or the big, or the big slander. You know what I mean? Like obviously Pac knew who Jay Z was, but let's be real, reasonable doubt when when platinum should have went platinum, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is this, man, to set a tone off and let this be the first song that you basically set in the tone of exactly who you're gonna call out, what issues you had. Tupac is like you said, this is on the height of New York, like you said, no East Coast, New York versus Cali. Let's just call it what it is. And him calling out these names, man. I mean, Corrupt says calling out names, but Tupac really called out names. You know what I mean? Um, can we say this is a dope song, though? It, it is what it is. Him calling people out and saying any names, we have to respect it? Uh, yes. Pac, Pac, had said, Pac, had, Pac had taken hip-hop to, we don't do subliminals over here. When nope. I don't like you, I ride on you. There's no... <laughs> Ambiguity, there's no plausible deniability. There's no, 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 no. I'm saying your name, I'm talking about you, and I'm bringing it to you raw, uncut. And it was it was shocking to hear. He was really going at Nas. Like, I knew Wait, hold on. he might can not have say, liked Nas. Can, can we say Tupac was the first rapper that really said niggas' names, though? Like, he really said niggas. No subliminals. It was straight your names. You said your name. Well, we knew well that. let's say, well, well. I, I'm going to say I thought Tim Dog really was clear in his song "Fuck Compton." You know, Dre beating on D from "Pump It Up," step to the door, yeah. get fucked up. A crush. Yeah, ice but the level over. of people I'm that cool Tim Dog was saying or watching. Yeah, but the, Tupac was saying big people names though, bro. Tupac was saying niggas like niggas names that held weight in the culture. No, 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 no. I understand that, and I agree. This was some. This was not normal in hip hop. It wasn't normal. Like when it just wasn't normal. And and I'm telling you, this song, because Pac had died, like everyone's listening to it in in shock. Like I was listening to it, like man, this guy does not like Nas. And mm-hmm. I was really like, wow, he really is calling out Jay Z. Like he calls out Jay Z, a Hawaiian yeah. Sophie fan. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, he. Jay-Z clearly rubbed him the wrong way for whatever the reason was, I guess because he had a friend yeah, with big, big and anybody The big alliance. You know, yeah. So uh, I thought this was a very aggressive song. To me, this is a dope set-off song, man, because it was aggressive and it was raw. 
Let me go ahead, man. I'm going to track two. Hail Mary featuring the Outlaws. And I'm going to say this, man. This is still to this day in 2020. A legendary song to this day. This song will never get old. It still rings off. Once this beat drops, I ain't no killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. That's a legendary line. The hook is legendary. Pain rap from voice to lyrics. The Outlaws had a verse on here, but this was a dominant Pac verse. And I don't want to issue on the Outlaws too much on this um, revisiting Tupac's album here, man. But a lot of these joints, I wish Pac would have went dolo. Obviously, he's showing love to his team, so I get it. But this is just, this is just a legendary Hall of Fame song to this day. Hail Mary, man. Uh, I agree. I believe he has one of the greatest opening lines in hip-hop history. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. <laughs> Um, that that, I think that, that's one of that's one of that's a Smithsonian five yes, mic Hall of Fame intro yep. to a hip hop song, and yep. you know just just to know how powerful and big this song was at the height of the Fifty Cent Jawo beef. Fifty Cent, Eminem, and Busta Rhymes did this mm-hmm. song over. Fifty Cent emulated and copied and swaggered Jack. Tupac's entire flow oh, yeah. and delivery, and and used it to go against Jaru. So this this is how impactful this song was. Another another five mic song. Yeah, it's a five mic song, definitely. Um, next song, watch. Toss it up, man. Talk to me. Toss it up. Shot a video for it. It's one of the singles. Clearly, Pac had a lot to get off his chest about. Dr. Dre that I noticed nobody wants to talk about when you you know no one wants to talk about it but we're going to talk about it because Pop talked about it you know still down for that death row sound searching for payday no longer Dre day or even dirt day and for the rest of that verse he rolled on Dre he rolled Mm -hmm. on Dr. Dre the rest of that verse and this is why I'm telling you Pop's death took away how much these songs would have really stung. Because you got to remember, if Pac is alive when this album comes out, every time you talk to Dr. Dre or Mob D or Nas or Big, it's going to be like, yo, what do you got to say about the number yep. one rapper or one of the biggest yep. rappers Coming in the you. world dissing you? Like, they, they would mm-hmm. not have been able to escape it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, right. this is, to me, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. It I is. always liked Definitely. that song when it came out, and um, to me, this is a, this is a this is a dope song. I would say this, man. Like I agree with everything you said. It's one of my favorite joints on this project. Um, Tupac's first verse, um, "Lord Have Mercy," help you out since you supplied your phone number. I can help with call, time for action, conversation. We kicking, relaxing back. I got like I remember chilling with shorties that actually loved that first verse um, from um, Tupac, man. And once again, Drake. This is how you rap the chicks like Tupac did in that first verse, man. I like the beat a lot. Um, something Tupac said that I found interesting, man. He said the word capo, right? And when you hear the word capo, especially when it comes to hip-hop terms, we might think of Jim Jones. It's just funny how that dynamic works that he was saying capo, but Jim Jones. You know, Tupac was very influential. A lot of things they could say in words that they say in their, in their vocabulary. I'm going to say that also. But his last verse to me was very tough. You know, compared to his first verse about shorties 
and his last verse coming at people and stuff like that, man. Um, another dope song by Tupac, man. Um, next song, watch, talk to me, man. To live and die in L.A., man. I think this is one of the songs that immortalized why the West Coast loved Tupac so much. Um, when I when I listen to this song, because I don't understand or know about the L.A. lifestyle, because I just you know I don't I don't know it. So when I hear a song like on Me Against the World when Pac does old school, right, and he's talking about all the rappers that. you know about. I feel like this is mm-hmm. the West Coast version of that. He's talking about K-Day. He's talking about all the places. He's talking about avenues. He's talking about hood. Yep. Like he's, he, it's like it's a love letter, Angeles. I think this is an anthem for the West Coast, for Los Angeles. It is. Uh, he shot a video for this. Um, I loved, I love that this was an era in hip hop where you know regular people were in videos. Like, it, it wasn't yes. the video. No, like, it's just everyday, regular people show up to a video yep. shoot, let's shoot it. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. um, like, this is a this is a, a salute to L.A. smooth vibe song. Shot a video to this one, too. This is another song that he shot a video for. Listen, this is a Cali anthem, like you said. I remember the video with Pac surrounded by all the chicks in the video. Like you said, no video fixings. It was just regular. Even though Cali got some beautiful women, though, I gotta say that though, man. Shout out to all the sisters of Cali. But um, yeah, man, it's a regular video, man. It's a Cali anthem. Um, better learn about the dress code, these and C's. All the mother niggas copycats, these and G's. Like, yo, this is definitely a Cali anthem. And if you ask the average Cali person that, like, that you know, we have up north, we have a lot of New York songs that we deem as New York anthems. This is definitely a top Cali anthem song, in my opinion, that I don't know if Snoop has that or um, Cube has that in their repertoire. Resumes of Cali anthems. Pop actually has a Cali anthem. You know what I mean? Um, next song, watch. Talk to me, man. Blasphemy. Uh, solo, solo pop song. Um, he says a line in here that I like. It's a simple line. But it always stood out to me. They say Moses split the Red Sea. I split the blunt. When I heard that, I always yeah. like, oh, all right. I, I, I see no, what you're cool. talking about. You know, like, solid like. song, pop. Solid song, pop. Just rhyming in his pop fashion. Yeah. Uh, another song that I really rocked with. Um, I thought pop was dropping some gems and rules on here, man. Uh, the Preacher Want Me Buried Why. I know he he a liar. Have you ever seen a crackhead that's eternal life? Real mixed in one. Uh, I thought Pac's flow in this beat was dope. Dope and shit. Um, Solid song, man. Um, Next song, watch. Talk to me, man. Life of an Outlaw, man. Life of an Outlaw features Pac and the Outlaws. Uh, If you want to know how how Pac felt about the Outlaws, he felt this was his crew. These are the guys he yeah. rapped with. This is one of them songs yeah. where he gives them a lot of light. One of the albums and one of the songs where he gives them light. Pac had no problem sharing the limelight on songs, like on classic songs. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when you record mm-hmm. you don't know if this is going to be the classic song or whatever, but he just he showed love to whoever's in the studio, put it that way. And because he was a prolific recorder, you know, this is, this is one of them songs. 
Uh, solid song. Yeah, man. Um, energy on here was Tupac. One thing about Tupac, man, his energy on tracks, man. I might not like all of the beats that he raps off, but his energy is always there, man. Um, looking at my lap, you look at me laughing at my competition, flashing my jewelry, and I gotta be real again, man. I thought, you know, I wish Tupac kind of went dolo on here. But am I wrong for thinking saying that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, when I hear that, it's like saying, you know, do you want to hear big rap without Virginia um, Mafia? You know what I'm saying? Do you right. consider, you know, so I don't, I don't know because, you know, uh, the outlaws, are, they have a fan base, a strong fan base. You know, people who are into Pac. Like, you can't be into Pac and not be into the outlaws because, you know. Really? He rocks them, which is cool. Because I think that was like his crew. crew. I don't know, I don't well, like you, they're on this song. Listen, they're on Hit 'em Up. They're on his famous diss song. They're on Hit 'em Up. They're on Hail Mary. They're on Bomb First. You know what I'm saying? Like his classic song, they're rapping with him. Right. All right, next song, my G. Talk to me, man. Just like Daddy. Well, so my favorite part of this song is what. A lot of people may not understand, but if you know me, you'd understand it. It's that they're rapping over Impeach the President, which I think is an all-time top three hip-hop beat to rap over. Basically, everybody in hip-hop raps over the Impeach the Press sample, and they just add other stuff around it to disguise it. Um, I like how basically Pac's verse is about a ride or That's basically what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, one yeah. of the outlaws go first. Well, Pac's second verse is about a ride or chick. So yep. I like the Impeach the President beat, and I like that he rapped about his ride or chick. Right. So do you think the song gets a lot of love, as it should or no? I do think it gets a lot of love to people who love Tupac. See, I let, one, thing, one thing I know about fans of Pac is they really know his albums. And this right. album... Me against the world, like his albums that came out while he was alive, they can dissect every song, every album. So I do think this song gets love. Right. Um, yeah, man. Did this did this song give you like a um a black girl lost kind of feel? Did you get that vibe listening to this? Well, I, like I said, it gave me a ride or die, ride or die feel mm-hmm. about a, a girl who just ride or die for him. That's that's the feel I got from it. All right, next one, watch. Let me get right here, man. Crazy featuring um, Badass. It's funny hearing Badass. Even though, Snoop, I wish you to play the song Long Idea um, when you were Badass on the, you know, verses where you were DMX, neither here nor there. Um, crazy featuring Badass. Uh, it's obviously two brothers that passed away listening to Badass and listening to Tupac on this track. Uh, wait for it, watch. I think this is a very introspective song by Tupac. I knew it. Um, I knew I- it. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out, man. And I actually had a homeboy. I actually had a homeboy who was a big Tupac fan. He's around our age, right? And he used to always play this song around me when we chilled. This song crazy. He, for some reason, he's always he was from the West Coast, obviously, also. But he used to always talk about this song crazy when we talk about Tupac, man. Um, your thoughts on the song crazy, my G? Uh, the one word. This is an introspective song, and mm-hmm. that and 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 when I heard it. That's what I got from it. So it's clear me and you know what introspective is because every time we do these flashback reviews, 
we pinpoint yes. the introspection songs like it like yep. laser. You know what I'm saying? And this is clearly pop in the introspective bag. Word. Um, next song, watch White Man's World. Um, I would say this though, man, very relevant song, especially with the way the world is going within the last couple of um months with, with police brutality on our people and everything. Um, use your brain, use your brain. It's not them that's killing us. It's us killing us. Now, let me ask you this, Watts. Do you think that line would go over right now with the Black Lives Matter movement? Yes, because you got to take this whole song into context of what he's saying, Mm -hmm. and he's saying a lot. So let me just say this. This song could come out today and be 100% relevant. In other words, pop, if, if a rapper wrote this song right now, let me tell you what he said on here, man, that is really powerful and resonates with me a lot. First of all, it's a powerful song, and it, show, it showed you how easily Pac could go into a social bag. He was ahead of his time. Bag. He was ahead of it his was, time, man. It, I can't front on that. Was, it was effortless. Now, one of the lines he says speaks to the soul of the nation, especially to people like me. He says, help me raise my black nation, reparations are due. That became something that black people in this country who come from descendants of slavery are now talking about. They're like, yo, this country was black Americans whose ancestors were slaves. They owe us. Pac is talking about this in 1996. We're just now starting to talk about it in 2020. This is profit stuff. This is uh, this is a profit. This is a powerful song, man. Uh, this is one of the reasons why Pac people put Pac over big and put him over so many rappers yes, because yes, yes, he was yes. so young. Yes. You know, y'all praising no. Meek Mill. Listen, yeah, I know you're going to go there. I know you're going to go there. Y'all so, <laughs> so praising Meek. Pac was 24 years old, That's man. That's crazy. 23, 24. this kind of knowledge. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? He was young. So... You know, this just highlights. Yeah, isn't it crazy? You know, Wait, come on. Isn't it crazy when we talk about the young people, the gen- this generation of hip-hop, right? Like, they'll say, oh, these guys are young. They don't really know. But how can we say that when you and I live through young brothers, well, that's why, that's Chuck why, D, all these guys? That's why me, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. That's why me and you don't Garrett, say that. We don't give them that pass. That's nah, why me and you don't give, give these young guys that pass. We don't give nah, them that pass. That. And that's why nah, we're going to be like, oh, nah. y'all stuck in the 90s and y'all this and that. Well, guess what? Pac is from the 90s. He's universally considered the greatest rapper of all time. <laughs> Jay-Z, who's considered right. the greatest rapper of all time, is from the 90s. So y'all want to be mad mm-hmm. at the 90s, but yet y'all quick to say the greatest rappers of all time came from the 90s. So, boom. This is, this is just a, a powerful, dope song. Yeah, I agree with that, brother. Um, next song, Me and My Girlfriend, um, a very big song that Jay-Z did take from Arm um, Tupac. Um, the original Bonnie and Clyde, even though Pac was talking about a gun, remembrance of Nas, I gave you power, and things like that. And Faramont, uh, straight bullet. And Faramont, organized confusion, organized confusion also. Um, talk to me, man, me and my girlfriend, man. Uh, uh, a side of Pac that Pac didn't show, but you said you said the key word. This is, I gave you power. This is a song that meant so much that Jay-Z personally went to Suge, cut him a check, 
just so he could mm. re-record this song, and he recorded it with Beyonce when he decided, let me let the world know I'm with Beyonce. And this was one of the videos yeah. that did it. Uh, this is a powerful Pac song. This is a song that a lot of people have on their Pac Mount Rushmore song. It's 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 a metaphor. He's talking about his Pac is talking about a girl and a gun at the same time. Where you could Pac, I used to love her. Where you you you, you yeah. you're trying to figure out what is he talking about? Is it a girl or is it an actual gun? Well, he's talking about mm-hmm. a gun, but the way he's doing it, you would think it's an it's a girl. But it's a gun. So this is an adult song that shows Pop's creativity. Right, definitely. Um, next song, Hold Your Head. Uh, I thought this is one of the songs where Pop was letting the pen bleed on this particular joint. Watch, man. Uh, talking about his childhood and all types of events. That's yo. I thought this is, this is a song you don't really hear too many people talk about, especially on his Machiavelli project when he's going at people's head, head tops, like Drake will say. But talk to me, man. Hold your head, man. Uh, I agree with you. I thought he let the pen bleed. I thought this was, in the words of DMX, pain. And it shows you that Pac can give you every kind of hip-hop. He's not a one-dimensional rapper at all. And and he showed it on this song. Um, next song, watch, Against All Odds. Let me say this, man. I like this song way more than Hail Mary, man. Even though there was Nas slander, Dre slander, Mark Deep slander, Puff slander, payback. I know you bitch niggas from way back with this me with straps. No, I wouldn't play that. Um, set me up, wet me up, niggas stuck me up. Heard the guns buzz, but you checked never shut me up. Like Pac was floating on here, man. You can hear the anger in his voice coming to Haitian Jack, Jimmy Henchman. Everyone caught it, and I gotta say, as much as people love Hail Mary, I like Against All Odds way more than Hail Mary, man. I just a five mic song, man. Talk to me. You know, Pac really went through a period in his life where Nas really bothered him. Like he looked at Nas as someone that he did not I don't know what it was about mm-hmm. Nas that he did not like, but man, he clearly didn't like Nas. You yep. know, from the infamous he stepping to Nas in New York. You know, this little yeah. nigga named Nas said he live like me. Talking like about he left me. the hospital, took five like took me. Five you know what I'm saying? That's on, that's, on the, that's on the first verse. Then on the last verse, hey, Nas, your whole damn style is weak. You have my melody read on my life in the papers. Y'all don't like ugly. It's written. Like, he just clearly had a problem with Nas when he was writing this album. <laughs> and he let it be clear. And that is why this is a song that if Pac is alive, I'm telling y'all right now, the late 90s, the, the, the latter years of 1996 going into 1997 would have been very, it been crazy. been a lot of tension with East Coast, West Coast, because being that Pac died and then Big ends up being killed, everybody decided, yo, we got we to gotta calm this down. But if Pac yes. was alive, the way he was riding on the entire New York City, man, you would have had to have Farrakhan, Russell Simmons, uh, yep. the head, like everybody would have had to try to calm Al him down. He was really, yeah, he was <laughs> really going at it. You know what I'm saying? And this is one of them songs, man. He was, he's, I mean, he was like he went at Nas, man. Like went yep. at him. He went at Nas hard. Like, he went at Nas. 
hard. I was talking about super hard, man. You know what I mean? All right, watch. I'm going here, man. I have this project as a four-mic project, right? And hear me out, common boys. I know y'all deem this as a classic, and I understand, right? But I just got to speak from the heart. Was I playing this hard body in 1996? I heard it a couple times. Of course I heard it. I was outside. But was this in heavy rotation for me? For someone for three-letter man, it was not in heavy rotation like that. But once the good thing about me and Watson is we get to revisit this album and, and you know and listen to the lyrics, the beats, and, and everything like that. I got this as a, as a um a, a solid dope four mics. I agree with you. To me, this is a four mic album, and I will give you my reasonings why. This album came out in November of 1996. Albums that I thought were five mic albums were. It was written, Reasonable Facts. Doubt, Muddy Facts. Waters, The Score Facts. by the Fugees, Facts. Iron Man by Ghostface Killer. These are, these are, uh, th- those are albums that I deemed, first of all, that I just played more and meant more to me. And I actually thought the rapping on those albums I named were better. Maybe the content wasn't better, but for right. me, the rapping on those albums were better and the production on those albums were better too. Right. This is a four mic album. And it's not a diss at all. We went down every song. We talked about what we liked about the song. But that's you know, that's that's how I viewed it when it came out and that's how I view it now. Mm. All right. That's what it is, man. Our Tupac, you know what I mean, Machiavelli, man, you know what I mean? All right, watch well, go ahead, man. Um, shout out to our guy Ransom, man. I think he's dropped a drop, Director's Cut, Part 3. And that Ransom being, keeping it busy, man. We like that, right? I'm going to tell you this, my God. With Nicholas Craven. I, 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 I'm going to tell you this. I tweeted Ransom yesterday. I said, Ransom, I'm going to be real with you. I do not know how you're going to top the song Pulp Fiction, your last verse, which is going to be in my verse of the year uh, candidates. I thought... Mm. Nicholas Craven's production and the way Rand was rapping on Director's Cut uh, 2, no, 1 and 2, matter of fact, were just one and incredible. Two, 1, and two. one mm-hmm. and 2 was incredible. And I see the people that you have guests, guests appearing on this. The fact that you got Special and R.J. Payne, I already know those are two five-month yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. I, I, and this is not me jumping out the window. Because, you know, yeah. if I'm going to be honest, Ransom and R.J. Payne have been my favorite rappers of 2020. Mm. They've just been rapping better than, to me, everybody I listen to. So I'm very, very excited about Director's Cut 3, very excited about Six Shot by Third Day Special, very yes. excited about R.J. Payne coming out with a collaboration album where I'm calling it right now, R.J. Payne will not get out-rapped on any song. And that's a powerful statement. Nah, on an album where nah. everybody's going to have a guest mm. verse. So he, I'm going he, in. He's going to match you on a verse. He's either going to match you on a verse or, or have or, a better or, verse. Or, or have opinion. the best verse. Or have the best verse, yes. I go back I'm to Benny the Butcher, that... Plugs I Met. Hold on. I go back to Benny the Butcher, Plugs I Met Project, right? And the song with Conway and, and Benny and them. And I thought... Um, R.J. Payne had a better verse. I also go back to Leatherface 1 when Leatherface meets Butcher 
I, I know how much I rock with Benny, but I thought RJ Payne had a better verse than Benny on Leatherface meets Arm Butcher. That's me, though. And for me to say that, how much I rock with Benny, I got to say that, yo, RJ Payne right Listen. now is that dude, man. That's just, that's just real how talk. Much do, how, how much do I love Ransom? Dude, how much do I love Ransom? Ransom's that dude, man. We know that Ransom is everything. Right. If you, if you like hip-hop, man, I, I'm not like Ransom, man. Even even I admitted that on Boogie Man Meets Leatherface, mm-hmm. I had to give it to R.J. Payne. You got to give it to R.J. Payne, yeah. Fire verse. And if, if R.J. Payne is going to outwrap Ransom, when Ransom spent a verse that I cannot complain about at all, that right. I think is fire, then I'm telling you right now, I think R.J. Payne is going to lap, dude. No disrespect to you, Chubby Jag. You know I fuck with you hard body. Mickey Fax, all y'all that's going to be on this album. Jojo Pellegrino, I don't know how three feels about you being on the ah. album, but you on this. Um, R.J. Payne is going to talk. I think R.J. Payne is going to either match or outwrap everyone. And it's going to be, and I'm going to really love seeing it because I like lyricists getting flowers. That means something. Yeah, R.J. R.J. Payne right now, I don't think he, you know, like I, like we said numerous times, and not to be the dead horse, man. Did we want that um, Griselda Black Soprano um, family tree, or or the or them working together? Did we want that for the culture? Yes, we wanted that to happen. I thought it was a great look for R.J. Payne to be chilling with Benny and touring with Benny and, and things of that nature, and being close to Benny and stuff like that. Because I thought, no disrespect to to Benny the Butcher's um, roster of dudes that he have though, but R.J. Payne is lapping all those guys around the track like five times. That's just my opinion. Sorry, Rick Hyde. I'm just keeping it a stack. You know what I mean? So we shall see, man. Uh, let me ask you this. T.I., right, for a while, you know, in my opinion, I thought he was out here trying to start a New York versus Atlanta type thing going on, which I didn't understand. For the sake of me, why he was doing that, um, he was not here in 96 when Outkast was saying the South had something to say. So I just felt he was trying to bring up old shit when the, when this young people, five year foreigners from Brooklyn, New York, you really think he's a rat's ass about regional talk? They don't care about that. The young generation cares more about doing the music. They're more of working with working more than our era. Like I'm just keeping it real. I, I got to salute the young boys in in that department. They don't care about all that regional shit. If you're popping, they want to work with you, and it is what it is. You know, it's a gift and a curse by doing that. But I say this. We know that T.I. called out 50 watts, and you and I had a discussion. We'll get, get that in a minute. But I, and if, this, if conversations is right, that Swizz is saying Jay-Z wants to come outside, I don't know if I fully believe that. I'm campaigning for Jay-Z and T.I. right now, man, in the verses. So I'm going to say this. I don't believe Jay-Z wants to come outside. That's one. Um, if mm. he does, I will be shocked. I do believe his competitive energy when you watch Snoop Dogg in DMX uh, rap, I believe that just his competitive energy of loving hip-hop, and these were his two peers, I believe that, that may have awakened something in him, but I believe you just have to ask for too much and make things too perfect to get Jay-Z to come outside. That's just me. I, I could be wrong, no problem. I know, but I now, agree back to now back to T.I. Now back to T.I. I've rethought my positioning on T.I., it's disappointing that 50 wouldn't come outside because I've been trying to find people for T.I. to battle because he wants to battle a New Yorker. 
But the New Yorkers that he can battle, they were a decade before him. So it would be a, it would be generations battling each other. A rapper like who was a rapper who was from his same time frame in the two thousands is fifty. You put out two, you put out three G Unit albums, and you put out three solo albums and multiple mixtapes in the two thousands. I'm talking about fifty. Right. You have fifty has the catalog to battle T I. Uh now I wish he would have did it because T I is literally sure. walking around now it's in my still, opinion. I, I think we should bring that back. I think that conversation should be brought back to the fold. I don't think we should just bury it. We do well, a show here. I think niggas in the culture should really, you know, go back and campaign for fifteen T I. I think that makes more sense than any battle besides if T I wants to battle a specific New Yorker, since you know, you know, and shit like that. It, it shouldn't really be Jay Z to be honest. It shouldn't be Nas. It shouldn't be it none of these guys. It should be because they're the same. They're the same era. They're the same era. Right. So uh, I wish that would happen. That way, um, we'll see. We'll see how the songs hit when he when they play them. You know. Um. So I, I wish Fifty would have would would have would have decided to come outside, and. Knowing fifty because he because he his 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 goal was to get rich or die trying. He got yeah. rich, and to quote Jay Z, "You can bullshit with rap if you want." You want? It's <laughs> a fact, though. That's a fact. Um, if Jay came out though, Nas, right? Probably Scar. I see people saying Scarface. They were telling me not three. We don't want Ti. If it's gonna be a soft person against Jay Z, they want Scarface. That's the name I've seen floating around heavy. Within my no, when, people, when people say that, they don't know that Scarface is on dialysis four times a week. You right, know what I'm that's saying? another Scarface thing that Kenny really is, yeah, right? Physical, Health issues. Scarface is not in any physical condition to do this right now because he, he had a COVID battle and he ended his kidneys mm-hmm. ended up failing. So I wish they knew that. Like, So while Scarface would definitely be ideal to battle Jay-Z, you know, because they, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 got '90s work. It's not realistic because of his uh physical conditioning. So to me, uh, like, come on, you know, it could be Jay Z and Nas, of course, and it would be a celebration right. because let me tell you, they both have enough songs to celebrate. Um, I don't think it's a celebration. But to me, I'm gonna be honest. Ti wants somebody. Ti wow. wants the battle. Hold on, come on, come on. Hold on. I don't think it'd be a cele- I don't think it'd be a celebration. If Jay and Nas battle, it still it would be some type of undertone between both those guys. They're still competitive, man. And when it comes to the music, it, 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 it's hard to be it's hard to be competitive when you're a fan of each other's music. Jay Z has made it very clear he's a fan of Illmatic. He's very he's fan not going to be screwface yeah. Nas. He's he's not going to be screwface Nas if Nas does about six songs of Illmatic. He's not gonna be like I'm mad or I, or I, I no, but it's still, like, still no, but it's still a thing like okay, you play Dead President, I'm gonna play New York State of Mind, and let's get it rocked. It's gonna be one of those that you're gonna rock each other's music, but you know. And guess what? And, that, and guess what? And guess what? Man. Jesus guess Christ. what? Dead President and Dead President, you got dog walk. If Nas drop as soon as the the, the New York State of Mind head nod started, brother, you know, Jay, you gonna Jay, you no, don't want to put yourself no, up. I, I I would go New York State of Mind over their presidents. I know you would. And everybody else in the comments said it too. 
Nas is the one well, guy who would benefit the most from doing the verses. If there's one, if anybody wants, you shouldn't love Snoop got. That's the kind of love Nas yes. would get because Nas has the exact same amount of '90s hits and work. But yep. I don't know if he knows it. And because Nas is on some, I don't want to play on some Illmatic anymore because uh, people keep going to that. Well, play Uchi Wally then. <laughs> hey, ho, let me say this, man. If you decide to do a versus, my nigga, I'm going to need you to Eurostep over a lot of your albums. Yeah, I got to go here. I don't want to hear nothing. And I can't, let me say this again. I do not want to hear one song. Hold, if you try to play yourself and play Holy Grail, my nigga, I would give you five times Archie Bunker Wood. I ain't trying to hear Tom Ford. That swack-ass song you got with Nas on Haley, on, um, on uh, Magna Carta. No one, think about this. Jay and Nas got success. Jay and Nas got black Republicans. And they got a song on Magna Carta that no one, and I repeat, no one in the culture has asked about Quads. We, you know what that song reminds me of, right? That Jay and Nas song. Somebody, you know what? You know what song? You know it, it reminds me of Busta having Jay and DMX on a song. Ah, oh, that was and the Anarchy, Anarchy album. And that was a oh, and nobody took it. I mean, that God, to me, yo, that means they made that song damn. reluctantly. That's another to me, just that no niggas do not talk about. You got Busta Rhymes, How is DMX. And Jay-Z. and Jay-Z are in the studio in 1999, and they come out with a song that nobody ever wanted to hear or play again. It, was, I don't know when I first it wasn't worse than Jay and Nas, though. It wasn't worse than Jay and Nas on Magna Carta, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, I'm it was forgettable. That song was trash. It, it was forgettable. On Magna Carta. I understand that, but that, but, but think about this. You had DMX in 99, Hope in 99, and Busta. And that's what y'all came up with. To me, either they wasn't in the studio or it was they were just doing a favor for Buster. Like that's the only thing I can think of. That song was terrible, son. That song was ass cheeks. Roseanne bar ass cheeks. I'm not gonna hold you, man. Or can it be Jay Z and Buster? What, what, what do we think about Hove versus Buster? That would be a dope battle. Buster's another one who has the Buster has the track record, but he Buster has a mean twenty verses. A Mean. Yes. Let me tell you how mean Buster's 20 verses. I believe Buster would Eurostep the Flip Mode album, but some of his he best would. verses he ever spit is on that album. And that would be no You know why he would do that, though? Because only you and I and a couple heads really listen to that Flip Mode I album. I know, but man, those, his, some, of his, some of the best rapping you've ever heard. I mean, you remember that song on Flip Mode album where they said, Give me your P, and he just you, and he rapped the letter for every he word? Just he just spazzed. Yes, man. Before he just dropped the five mic verse. Before Papu's alphabetical slaughter, yes. Buster Rhymes did Buster that, did that. On, on the Flip Mode album. God, that's some a fact. incredible verses. That's a five mic verse for Buster. Would you agree with me he on that? Would, he would Euro step that album. He would Euro step Hold that on. album. And Hold I'm going to tell you this again. With me. Hold on. Would you agree with me that's a five mic uh, verse from Buster? Not only is that a five mic verse, I think Buster has about three or four five mic verses on that album. That is a, that album is a rapping album. It's about rapping. Yes. A, yo, that is why yep. if you want to know how nice Rod Digger is, if y'all want to hear what an ill female Digger, sound like, Digger. I highly recommend you listen to Rod Digger verses on the Flip Mode Imperial album. Mm-hmm. Word. And, um, 
So Buster and Jay, uh, what about Jay and Willow Wayne? As much as I love Hope Watts, I'm going to be real with you, Wayne scares the shit out of me. I'm going to be honest with you. That's one dude that scares the living bejesus so out of me. I'm going to tell you where people from the 2000s, I'm going to tell you, Wayne would have the same problem that Fab had with Jada. Because it was you the same so? thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know, man. Jay can stay in the 90s. You keep, people keep forgetting. Jay's been doing this so long, but Jay's, Jay can give you 2090s joints, man, before we get to the Dynasty album. Or he could end it with the Dynasty intro or start it with the Dynasty intro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and by the well, time Wayne you, gets um, to... Oh. Oh, don't do no blueprints besides Blueprint 1. I don't want you to. You could do a, probably one off Blueprint 2 that's pushing it here and there, but no Blueprint 3, no, um, what's the other album, Watts? But show me what you got. Now, Kingdom Come, I'm good off that. <laughs> I don't need nothing off that. Blueprint 3 also. Um, will you agree? Will you agree that Snoop did the greatest Euro step since... Allen Iverson stepped over Tyrone Lou the way he Euro stepped the dog father album. Yes. Was that one of the yes. all time great Euro steps? Yes. Yes. And he I'm went honest. straight from Murphy. Are we glad that he didn't do that though? That he that he knew that he had to Euro step that? Are we glad it's hip hop consumers? But what it's like even Snoop knows nothing on that song album was good. He like no. that's a admission. That's it. Because you went straight to Master P. You went from Murder Was the Case album <laughs> to Master P. And and you really out here acting like he the Dark Horse album did not come out. <laughs> Yo, he, he really out here. So, so bad. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yo, watch. I'm going to give you a name, right, that I thought about yesterday that would do very interesting in 20 verses, right? And I thought about it, man. I'm like, yo, if this person decided to get in this, man, it would be very interesting, man, because this man has 20 verses that is going to hit hard. Met the man. I think Method Man is so good with 20 verses, he could have had 20 for Snoop. He could have been in there, and it would have been a hip-hop celebration. Let's see there. Okay. Uh, yo, Meth versus Snoop. Would that have been crazy? Yes, it would have been crazy. Because remember, the verses that Meth... Because remember, Snoop was spinning verses from classic collaborations. Well, guess what? Yeah. Meth was on all the classic Wu-Tang songs, and he spits verses <laughs> on them. If you don't... I mean, just imagine Meth, yo. you know, setting it off with Wu-Tang cunning and the F-Wit. Method man, oh shame on the nigga. Like tomorrow, the sounds get busy. Yeah, oh, man. I like, like, like George. it would be, and, and that's just versus. George. I think Meth, Meth has, Meth is one of the MCs. Meth, Buster, Nas, Snoop, yes, Ice Cube, Red Man. These are guys. KRS, LL. These are guys. Mm-hmm. If we only sing twenty verses. These are guys who have all have a Hall of Fame 20 verse list. And Method Man is one of them. Method Man could come outside anytime. And yeah. I'm going to yeah. be honest, Meth, you wanted no smoke with Joe Budden, right? But if you did this 20 verse song, Joe Budden would be wait, a stand of you. Wait, 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 wait. Stay there. 
stay. I cannot let you just. Are you saying and implying to the hip hop world right now, Watson, that Method Man didn't want no smoke with Joe Budden? He wanted none. And it was if you say that, that you know, was the common ways that was they can't let you gloss over that. That. Was, that was one of the most shocking things I'd ever witnessed in hip hop history. Because when he was confronted did it about shock it, you it did. It did. It shocked me because I, I I didn't know what he was. I didn't know what he was afraid of. Like, now, what did he think? Do, would you feel, do you feel in Red Man's? Let me ask you. Do you feel in, in Red Man's heart of hearts? Even Busta Rhymes. But let's go Red Man because he's from Jersey. Like this nigga Bunny. Do you think Red Man felt that also? Like Meth ain't really want no smoke. Let's have real talk. I don't know if, if I don't know if Red Man felt that way, but Method Man felt that way. He didn't want no smoke, and I'm telling you, man, I used to have our discussions at work. We were trying to figure out why is he afraid to battle Joe Button. Like it was, it was like we were doing deep dives trying to understand. Because let me tell you why I know it bothered him. This was when YouTube did ever when YouTube first started. YouTube was only like three years old during this time. So Method Man was promoting the Blackout album, Blackout Part 2 with Redman. Method Man was spitting his verses so passionately during this time. And I'm like, Method Man, why are you trying to prove to everybody you can still rap when the elephant in the room is Joe Budden called you out as an MC? And you just tried to dismiss him. You tried to, you know, big dog... You know my legacy over him, and this it wasn't about that. It was about b- battle rapping. So you know what? You know what though? To, to, to piggyback on what you're saying, I think Meth also was was. It, it, I don't want to say Joe blindsided him, Watts, but you got to remember now, man. Even you know we just revisited Tupac's album, right? Um, during the East Coast West Coast Wars or New York versus Cali, whatever you want to call it, nobody was calling out the wolf. Like, no, West Coast niggas, with all due respect, y'all was calling out mad niggas' names, but them niggas in Staten Island, and some Brooklyn, of course, but mainly Staten Island, they, 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 their names Brooklyn. were not being mentioned. Well, I mean, Master Killer, Jizza, you know. Rizza, 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 Genius, you know. Master Killer, there's four <laughs> yeah. people well, from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, but, but hold on. I, well, that's what, hold on. You, you should be happy that I say that because most niggas are just going to say Staten Island. I have to let niggas know that we got some Brooklyn MCs that was in the woo. They acting like it's just Staten Island only. So I made sure I like that. But now the point that I'm making is that nobody really, nobody was saying the woo's name during all that. So I think it blindsided meth that, damn, my nigga, you're saying my name when no one's ever questioned Method Man. This is Method Man, a guy you and I have said numerous times on this show, watch, when we did our top um, niggas in the 90s. Both of us had Method Man very high on our list, sir, and we both acknowledge that he was sitting at the table with Big and Nas, the only nigga that was on Biggie Small's album. So me and you have the utmost respect for Method Man. So maybe let me ask you this. Is that the reason why it threw you off that we know he had ill verses, the first nigga to set it off for the Wu solo-wise? His name was Edgden Stone. Chicks loved him. Nine to Fives loved him. Hood niggas loved him. Was that the reason why it threw you off, threw you for a loop? I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm still to this day not understanding his reluctance. And, 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 and here's what it comes down to. He didn't want no smoke. That's the only 
logical answer I could come up with. We couldn't come up with any other answer. Budden publicly made it very clear that he's nicer than him rhyming at that point. (laughs) And stated why. I love Metro, man. And I was like, and when they would ask Meth, and I remember they asked Red Man, Red Man like he was blindsided. He just like, oh, you know, I know Joe Bud. You know, he's from Jersey. This is, like, why, they, to, this is why I asked you that. Right. They oh, this is why I asked you, shit. do you think Red Man knew in his heart of hearts that I, I think Jersey brethren? I think Red Man was thrown off. I think Red Man was thrown off. Okay. If there's anybody who knows how nice Method Man is, if there's it's one Red MC who knows, it's Red Man. So I think Red More Man than was like, I think Redman was just like, wow. Speaking of speaking of Method Man, he recently gave an interview to Angela Rye. And I want to ask okay. you a question, Dewey. All right. He recently did a podcast with Angela Rye, you know, the woman who does the political stuff on The Breakfast Club, right? And right. she asked him, who are, do you think, are the most underrated MCs from the 90s? He said, me. He stated himself. He stated Depp, and then he stated E-40, UGK, in the 90s. So I want to ask you, if you were interviewing Method Man, so of course Angela Rye, who knows nothing about hip-hop, could just listen, and you you know, you got Method Man, one of the legendary figures, and you just listen. You are interviewing Method Man, and you ask him the same exact question, and that's the way he answers your question that he says the most slept-on MCs in the 90s were E-40 and UGK, what would your follow-up question be to him? Well, I want to dissect the first thing that he said, Watts. He said himself, right? Yes. Matt, how can you say yourself when, I got to be real with you, when we go back to the King of New York talk, in 94, you're watching, am I, am I off by saying this, that we can make the argument that Met the Man is doing not he definitely was nominated for MVP candidate in 1994? I'm going to take it a step further. I don't know if Nas was ever as popular as Method Man. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'm not mad at that. I think Method I'm Man not mad was. at that. I'm not mad at that. I thought Method Man was that popular. He was the most popular member of he the most popular like... group in, the, in, the, in, in, in New York Yo, City. Yo, you're bugging. I mean, come you're on. You're bugging, man. You're bugging. You're bugging. Meth, you talking about you slept on Meth? Everybody ran to Port Cal. Everybody. Dude, we ran to the store. We ran to the store with the Cal chop, my nigga, with anticipation, with smile on your face, and couldn't wait to rip the take the wrap off that shit and read the credits and pop the tape in. It was Meth, the first thing in the world. Biggie wanted you on that hold album. On, hold on, before, before, you go, before you go on, you and I always talk about highly anticipated albums. And we talk about, let's be real, my nigga. I don't think Illmatic was more anticipated than Big Cow. Anticipated. I'm just saying. Not saying it was a bad album. No, Big difference. Listen, listen. That's the point. Big difference. Method, man, when you say you were one of the most slept on them, you're bugging, man. You're bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging. And exposing it. You were getting your flowers. You you were needed like a rap superstar. Now I think what 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 you're talking about now is we're in 2020, and anytime people do top five, top ten lists, your okay. name is never mentioned. I respect that. That's I think true. That, that is true. What bothers me? 
I think, and no, I think that's why he says he's underrated. Go ahead now. So what you just Jay-Z said, what you just said, why? Andre now, let's be real now. The cop out answer. Let's say, yeah. let's, let's say he's felt that way, right? Does he have a point, though? Because uh-huh. I, I, think he, I think he has a point to feel some type of way when, when Big, think, Jay, Nas, you know what I mean? Remember, Big and Pac are always going to get the nostalgia vote because they died young, and we, and, mm-hmm. and, and we never saw how great they were going to be. So that already takes up two slots. Then Jay-Z and Nas are just etched in stone because they both got 30-year bodies of work. Like, right. you know, it's hard to get them out of there. And then you have a new generation but, where the new young guys say, look, Kendrick is one of these guys now. Y'all going to have to put him at the table with all the top five MCs and Andre 3000's there. So I think Mets feels like, hey, man, I'm at the table with Jay-Z and Nas. Why am I never mentioned? But I think there's two people that you and I always talk about in the 90s, right? Well, three people, I would say. I would say honorable mention, Grand Puma, right? But I'm going to say two names to you right now that you and I always make sure that we get them in respect. Method Man and Buckshot Shorty. I think we make it very well known on this show that they were as, as good as Jay. I mean, Big and Nas. Not even get Jay-Z out there for a minute. Just Big and Nas. Yes. Big Nas, Method, and Buckshot Shorty. That, that four horsemen right there. They, they 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 weren't popping those four. I'm not even putting Hov's name next to there. So Mev, I don't have you as an underdog or slept on. I don't even say that. Now you said deck also, right? Watch. Hold on, y'all. Watch this job right quick. Let me get it back on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we just have a hip hop conversation with this dude. Let's see if he can come back in. Hold on. This thing dropped. Let's get the guard back on right now. Y'all believe Method Man was slept on? No, I don't believe Method Man. Like, how the hell are you slept on, man? That don't even make no sense. Me and Watson talking about you doing a 20 song, 20 songs and all that. Yeah, man. Um, oh, let me, let me go watch right there. Here we go. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you good, you good. Brother, what's the other name yeah, you said? So, um, Deck, right? So, so, so look, Buckshot was at the table. Listen, here's the thing. If people like me and Three Letterman do not have the large platforms like Adam-22 and all these other people <laughs> and rap radar. Academics, right, yeah. Like, you're right. None of those guys act like – this is the funny thing about those guys. They act like they forgot living the 90s. So yeah. they allowed these conversations to just happen and erase, like, it's insulting to hip-hop to act like only Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas came out the 90s. That's nah, we're not doing that. No. There nah, were not other doing MCs, that. man, who were at the table facts. as big as them. That's and it's like, it's like because they didn't have no, a I, 2010... Watch, as much as I love Hope, I, I'm not, I put, I said, Buckshot Shorty, Nas, Big, and, and Meth. Hope was not there. Ray Kwan, if you want to put there, it was before Jay. I'm putting Ray Kwan Prodigy. 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 Yeah, like, I lived, like, listen, one thing you and I, when we linked up in 2017, we, we never was going to do the Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas shit only. Like, we're not living the Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas stories only. There was, like you said, and I like how you said that, there's other dudes out here 
that was moving and shaking, bro. Like it is listen, what it is. Listen, um, listen. Mm-hmm. No, we always talk about you know, like if people listen to us, they would think we think Cuban Links and the Infamous are the two greatest hip hop albums that ever came out, right? Yeah, but that's a fact. Where can y'all do the Low End Theory album review? Yeah, and we ever talk about Tribe Called Quest and break yep. down that album song for so long. Like, remember, hip hop didn't just start in the mid '90s, man. There was '92, '91. Yep. 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 And listen, so, I'm glad you said that, Watts, because I feel a lot of times, and you and I have talked about it again before, man. We they act like I'm gonna say 1990, 1991, and 1992. That those three years in hip hop, 1992, I would say, part of like those years. To me, they get swept under the rug for whatever reason it is. Even '89, to be honest. How do you sweep Mecca and the Soul Brother under the rug? Yeah, K Solo. That album, EPMD. Nah, I can't do that, son. Gangstar. Nice and smooth. That's what we're doing. Daily operation. Nah, we're not doing that. Nah, nah, nah. Sorry. K Solo. Dog, I was a big K Solo. I got to keep it real. I was a big fugitive, is still to this day. Mike, I love Fugitive. I can't yo hold ex, it back. Yo, X, yo, X, yo, X. Yo, DMX. K yeah. Solo was ringing bells before you was. That's a fact. He was ringing a, bells in hip hop before you was. That's a and fact. And even though you dissed him, even though you dissed him, you can't take away that that man impacted, nah, me. impacted me on Spellbound. Solo man. He yes. impacted me on yes. Letterman. The song yes. Letterman. Remember that song? I can't hold it back. I love Letterman. I spellbound. Oh, I love K Solo. My song. It's a five song. Yes, man. Come on, man. Solo got five mic. Solo got five mic songs, B. Like he literally has yes. five mic songs. So X, as big and popular as you are, brother, Solo meant the world to me, bro. I'm not gonna do that because you dissed him. I can't. I couldn't diss K Solo at the time because I was a K Solo fan. Like I like K Solo a lot, in a lot, in my service voice. Why? Let me ask you this. Meth said Deck was um, underrated also, right? Yes. Let me, I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about this? Because truth be told, you're probably one of the biggest Deck fans in the world that I know. I'm Ray and Ghost and Meth, but I know your Deck is your guy. not saying you don't like Ray and Meth, of course, obviously, but Deck was your guy, guy. Um, are you buying that? He was underrated. No, I'm not buying it. And the reason why I'm not buying it is because Everybody reached out to Deck in the hip hop industry during the Wu's run. Like, how can right. you listen to Wu Tang and not Fine. know about? How do you not know about Deck? He's on the yeah. all. If you take your top five all time Wu Tang songs, Deck is on all of them, and he's with your favorite verse. You know what I'm saying? Off. If you take it, <laughs> and, and, he, and he sets it off. So it's like, who's underrating a guy that everybody knows? Now I think yeah. he's saying that because he never he, his solo career never took off like Ray. Yes, you know he didn't have one like you. You then you connected with a Method Man. Ghostface had a better career. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's oh, what he might mean. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna put you on the spot. The Pillage or in, in, Uncontrolled Substance by Inspector Deck. Pillage. Pillage was a better album. It's not hard for wow. me to say. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I like the pillage. I got the pillage. I got the pillage at, at four mics. 
And I'm not jumping out the window saying that. Four. How about a strong four mics? Not four I'm not mics. Mad at that. I'm, strong not mad. I'm not mad. Four mics. I'm not mad at Pillage being strong. All right? I'm not mad at that. Pillage is fire. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? After Cuban Links, Capadonna dropped a better solo album than Raekwon did. Wow. Okay. How about this? Capadonna had a better album than RZA's first album. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I know you're I, Yo, you know, comment, you guys are coming get mad about that shit, too. Well, no, here's the thing. All we're doing is justifying everything the RZA used to tell us about Capadonna from back in the day. Yes. They said in the hood he was the best rapper. You know what I'm saying? So, always highlighting that there was a reason why everybody thought he was the nicest dude and he just came fresh home yeah. and was on Raekwon's album and Ghostface album, Out the Blue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't got Deck as underrated. Like, I think the rappers, the rappers know, like, Guru, Above the Clouds, like, Pun. Like, these niggas pun, rock, reach out to Joe. him. Yeah, Pun. That Joe, Dash, for him. Dash from you the know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, uh, but I, but listen, in a way, watch. I do understand it also because unless you're a big wed, people always go obviously Ray man, Ray Meth and Ghost, right? That's the list right there. Shit, they might even put Jizza over Inspector Deck on the strength of um Jizza's first album. Liquid Swords. Which is understandable. On the liquid Swords, of, right. So they, on, but right. The on the strength of Liquid Swords. But isn't Deck on Liquid Swords? Cold World? He was on Cold World. Hold on. He was on one of his first singles. He was definitely and on do, Cold World. And do with the Iron Mike. And do Iron Mike. And what about Iron Mike? Yeah. 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 Oh, Cyborg. Cyborg. We're talking about Meth doing uh, verses, right? I think I would probably cry hip-hop tears if Meth drops his verse off Shadow Boxing. Like, I don't know what nigga alive, like, shadow boxing versus meth. That's going to be crazy. But, um, and, yeah, I'm not lying. And, 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 once again, and once again, can you explain why RZA didn't play shadow boxing? That's your RZA. That's crazy. Yo, some of y'all niggas in these verses be doing some willful, crazy Archie Bunker war maneuvers, man. Like, RZA, you play Maria? And don't play shadow boxing, nigga. What? You play Tanisha? Tanisha, but don't play fucking nigga. Are you kidding me? DMX, you don't play Blackout, but you play Money Cash shows and effing with D? X, come on, my G. Dogs. Snoop, you don't do um Still Dre? That was crazy to me. Ugh. Um, What is that? UGK and... um. E forty, E forty, yes. I gotta be real, man. This is we have real talk up here, y'all. Y'all know we ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. Meth, I'm not buying that. Meth, I'm, here's why I don't buy that. Meth, were you really listening to E forty and UGK? I, that's the first question I would have. Like, you have to tell me what were you listening to. That were you listening to that Riding Dirty album by UGK? And that's no shade of UGK at all. R.I.P. Pimp C. And I think Bun B is dumb nice. I'm one of the guys who rock with Bun B. Dripped up and draped up. I actually like that song. Bumby's done a song with Griselda. Bumby actually has a premiere joint. So I, I see how Bumby gives it up. Let me tell you. Let me tell but, you. Let me tell you what I would do if Meth said that to me, right? I see Meth word, 
put me on right now. Tell me something. Give me a verse to go to or give me some songs I should listen to. And I promise you he would not be able to do it because he'd be put on the spot. And that's why I, and that's why I know he's Was fine. that the PC answer? I don't know what kind of answer it was because he was talking to somebody who don't know nothing about hip-hop. So why even say that? Because if, if, if he said, said yo, if, if he said Royal Flush or Mike Geronimo or Smooth the Hustler, or I would have been like, aye, OC. Right. I would have bought that. Right. I think he gave a PC answer like, hmm, let me see. Okay, let me go. And, and you know why? You know why it was a PC answer? Because in their region, they treat it like God. The southern region respects right. UGK. They give them their flowers. East yes, is a legend out there. So why would you say people who are legends for entire regions in this country are slept on? Yeah, man, I ain't buying that, Mike G. I ain't buying that. Um, a battle that I've been proposing for the last two weeks now, and I'm not going to let none of you Negroes on Twitter try to bite my shit that I've been saying, and I've said this to Watson already also. We've been talking about this. Um, the disrespect that our guy Styles P is getting, I was saying Beanie Siegel versus Styles P. I think that that would be an interesting battle. I just think they mesh well They mesh well together, especially with style of music. You know what I'm saying? Um I had some niggas telling me Beanie Siegel will wash Styles P. And with all due respect to Beanie Siegel, because I rocks with Beanie Siegel. Me and Watson actually had a Beanie Siegel appreciation that we did before. A lot of shit we had before in the stash, man. I channel got taken down, y'all. But, but we had a lot of um, appreciations that we did, man. Um, cannabis, all these little Wayne, all that. Um, T.I., in fact. Um, but... Watch, I'm not buying. I, I wouldn't. I'm not buying Beanie Siegel beating Styles P in 20 verses. It's not possible. Let me. In the last five let six me, years, Styles P's been more relevant than Beanie Siegel. That don't make no damn sense to me. And that's no shade of Beanie. Let me. Let me just. Let me expose how ridiculous people say when they say that. You do realize we've watched enough verses now. But we've heard classic verses from DMX, from Jadakiss, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The biggest songs that we gave the wins to for DMX. And Jadakiss, Styles P also on them songs. So yep. guess what? Styles P can dogs. go blackout. Yep. Styles P can mm-hmm. go money, power, respect. Styles reservoir P dogs. has reservoir door. I mean, he got he got everything. My life. Um, it's it's really disrespectful to say Styles. Uh, okay, I'll put it this way. Styles P can battle anybody in the twenty versus battle anybody. I agree with that. He has. Those I agree with that. So, I not, agree. so, so to me, so to me, to just say Beanie Siegel, no, 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 no. Anybody, any rapper, he got a mean Jay-Z, twenty. Nas. He got a mean twenty for any of them. Come on, every song Jay Z, every song Jadakiss performed up Where the Streets, South Sea's on them same songs. So come on, come on, come on. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Am I wrong for saying that Styles people that gave a better fight to Jadakiss than Fab did? Of 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 a one hundred million time better fight. Matter of fact, <laughs> he would make he would force Jada to not do anything but street shit. Jada would have to stay in the street mixtape bag because he know that Styles Styles himself as the hardest Yo, rapper. Yo, Styles would hang with Jada though. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Styles would he would have hung with Jada. He would have hung with well, Jada, you, man. Yo, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, dogs. What do you mean hung with Jada? No, no, no. I'm saying no, no. Some niggas acting like Jada because that Jada would have watched the niggas. I don't think Jada. The point I'm making is Styles. I'm giving Styles pieces flowers. 
saying that okay, the way so Jada know, so did Fab, so it was so nothing so been like that. So check this out. It felt good when DMX did niggas on start of something first, right? With Styles P on that. Like, that's the thing I be trying <laughs> to explain to people. Fire. Every song y'all love from Jada Kiss and DMX, that was a, a collaboration mm-hmm. song, Styles P mm-hmm. was on. When Jada played Bear from TV, you know who was on that song? Styles P. When Jada did We yep. Gonna Make It, you know who was on that song? Styles P. You can't, Styles P can go do what Jada did, but more hardcore. More room. Mm-hmm. More street. Yeah. Go side of that, man. Um, a lot of people want to see Ice Cube come outside, though, man. Do you think that's going to happen? And who would you want to see? Because I don't want to see. They were talking this LL versus Ice Cube talk, and that's something I ain't really feeling that too much. Why? I know Swizz is throwing that in the air a lot. Let me you feel about that. I'm you not LL you versus Ice it. Cube. You got to see it because a battle like that turns into a celebration, man. Like LL's playing his classics and Q's playing his classics. You're not going to just like seeing them play their classics. So I know you're thinking it ain't going to no, work no, out. No, it no, would no. work out. So, like, you know, Q was doing it was a good day. You're going to vibe out to that. Then, then, um, then L does Boomer System. You're going to vibe out to that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot to vibe out to. I do believe in the later rounds, Cube has a lot of West Coast themed scented music, and that and people might not get it. You know when he gets into his uh, West Side Connection bag. You know what I'm saying? That's well, heavy, Matt and Dubsy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's heavy. Yeah. You know, I think he'll Euro Step Art of War album. You know he will. The double CD. There's yes. a lot of Euro stepping going on, man. Well, man, he has America's Most. He has NWA. He has NWA. He has America's Most Wanted, Death Certificate, Lethal Injection. Like, he has, you know what I mean? Then he has the Burn Hollywood and guess, Burn versus. That's all you need. That's all right, you need. Burn Hollywood Burn with I mean, Chucky and Kane. That's what I'm saying. Wait a minute. And he got his German Run DMC that I don't think he would play. Yeah, DMC, I don't think yeah. he nah, he's good. not going that bad. He's not yeah. playing. Oh, I see. He's not going there. He's not going there, but. I can't see him going in that bag at all. Nah, not at all. Is he going in his, wait, wait, is he going in his Eric Sermon bag? Wait, wait, wait. Is he going in his Eric Sermon cam bag? Because you know Ice Cube is going to Eric Sermon for his solo album, No Pressure. Yes. With a song with Eric yeah. Sermon, Ice Cube, and Cam. Or I know he knows he he's he going to Eurostep. Yeah, he has on DMX. He's going to Eurostep. Yeah. Man, I tell you, I know you want him to play that song. I know you want him to play that song. I got to give him that. That's his song, that X. You know what I'm saying? That's a song X I heard X first. I'm glad X didn't play that, though, man. He could have went in his West Coast bag. You know what? X has said he's going to go in his West Coast bag. I didn't like the West Coast bag song he picked when he went against Snoop. He could have went with Woody Clubbing if he really wanted to go West Coast. Because Snoop would have respected it. Like, okay, this nigga had a song with Ice Cube. You right. Snoop would have respected it. He respected it. Shit. You know? I don't know. Do we, do we need some more West Coast representatives? What about the South? Any more South representatives? The coaching There's a lot of South. T.I., T.I., T.I. You can, you know, Ross. Jeezy. Jeezy. Well, they're saying Jeezy and Gucci, man. Mm-hmm. Some niggas talking talking Jeezy and Gucci, man. Let me say this to you Gucci, man, niggas out there. How will y'all niggas get out of here with that bullshit? I mean, I'll have Jeezy popping the floor with Gucci, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. You want to talk about on a run? Jeezy on 20 joints? What? 
fam. And I would have Jeezy beating T.I. also. Let me throw, let me say it out there. Let me throw it out there also. I think Jeezy and Ross would be the move though. Watch if we're gonna do that. Jeezy and Ross. Do you want to see? Do you want to see two chains? Do you want to see the Migos? Two chains wanted to battle Meek Mill or some shit like that at one time, didn't he? Like, nah, I didn't want to see that. I, I don't know. I gotta be real, man. I know the culture rocks with two chains, and two chains rocks with a lot of a lot of New York niggas rock with two chains heavy for real. I was never big into Titty Boy or Two Chains, whatever you want to call. It, man, I just was never, you know. You wasn't into Duffel like, Bag Boys. I like Ace Hood. I like Ace Hood more than Two Chains. You wasn't into the Duffel Bag Boys. Where were Little Wayne? Nah, you didn't I like, like that song. Really, nah. I did like Duffel Bag Boys. You didn't like Duffel Bag Boys. You didn't like that song. Yeah, Wayne for the Wayne, cause of Weezy. Yeah, Wayne worked that shit. I'm telling you, son, that's a nigga that people do. Yo, T.I., you want to see Lil Wayne? I would not have you be Lil Wayne, T.I. I would not have you be Wayne at all, T.I. No way. Uh-uh. You think Wayne? Do you think Wayne's going to join this shit? Because that's one of the heavy hitters people, people are always talking about. I think Snoop showing you that you can do this will make people um, see that you can do this and be a living legend. I think Swiss Beats. I don't know if I agree with that, though. Snoop with different muscles, Watts, in the sense of. I think Snoop is There's a big dynamic with Snoop, though, Watts. There's a big dynamic with Snoop. He's a fun loving dude. His character and energy is high spirited. You got to have all that when, you know what I'm saying, the complete package with Snoop. I think like, that Swiss My man, Swiss said, Swiss said that Snoop was the most professional nigga in the verses. Swiss said Snoop was the most professional nigga through this whole ordeal. And that's why, and that's why I think Method Man would be the same exact way. I think Method Man would be the same exact way. Okay. Regular, show up, perform his songs, and love him. Method Man's the same way. You know, Method Man never played that Hollywood, I'm Method Man stuff. He, oh, you, you, you see him, you, it's a regular dude. He don't act like he's just living legend if you look at him and, you know what I'm saying, oh, my God, look, it's Method Man. And he's like, yo, what up? And, and that's that. Um, right, right. Regular, I think Swiss regular, Beats, I, I think Swiss Beats and Timbaland have poisoned this. Once they decided uh, to make this that, about man. views, I think once they decided to make this about views, highlighting the numbers, talking about the okay. streams, what it could do right. for your career, okay. once that gotcha. talk got into it, people, it, it, it immediately takes out the love, and you're looking at it from a business I got you, aspect I agree with you. and what you can and, gain from it. Let me say what, yeah. you know, what you said. The reason, and I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with what you just said because, in my heart of hearts, I want to see Havoc and Alchemist, and I don't know if I'm going to get that because of popularity or viewship and all yep. that. You know what I mean? Yep, 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 yep. That's exactly what happened. Like they both was like they were down to do it. They both said it, so you know it could have happened immediately. But Swizz and Timbaland were Where's thinking P-Rock numbers, at? and I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to be real with you. They is dying to get this out of black and, and they can go into the white world with this. They want to do it so badly because they know the numbers. They know how many people would turn right. in. If you get yep. if Miley Cyrus does her songs versus a Taylor Swift, that would internet on oh, fire. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you right now, Swiss Beats and 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 and, and Tim, Swiss Beats and Timberland want to do do that desperately, but they don't want to get they don't want the backlash. But they. Well, let's, I'm, well, I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad the fact that they don't want to get the backlash. I want you niggas to know you will get backlash. So if that's true, 
that the reason you're not doing this is because of the backlash, let that be the reason. You feel me? Because I want Havoc and Alchemy. I want Pete Rock and Eric Sermon. I want Pete Rock and Eric Sermon. You know what I mean? That's the shit I want to see. I want Pete Rock to get involved in this badly. Tell me, do you you realize how many albums Eric Sermon has to to pull 20 songs from? This is why I want him and Pete Rock to go at it. No, tell me, but but tell me. Or Eric Eric Sermon and Daz. if you ever thought about that, do you realize how many? Like, yeah. he can get 20 out he of the double has mad joints, my guy. albums. But then he, has, he, he got has the Red Man production. He, you know he produced How High, right? Yeah. He produced half of the Blackout album. Like, I don't think people realize. Eric Sherman got some shit. Like, this is why I say P-Rock and E-Double. This is why I say P-Rock and E-Double. All for Eric Sermon and Daz, Daz Dillinger. That'll be dope. I think I think Eric Sermon versus Daz will be interesting. What about Daz versus DJ Quick? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. What about Game? Can we get Game involved? Game would be interesting in this, right? Game Game would absolutely do it, and I think Game would do it against Meek Mill in a heartbeat. That would be it, yo. I'm gonna go ahead though. Ah. Does Game beat Meek Mill? I'm yes, throwing it out does. there. Does Game beat Meek? Yes, he does. I think he does. Yeah, but you're not, you're not the biggest Meek guy though. Come on. Yeah, I am. I am the biggest Meek guy. Nah, that's debatable. I'm a big Meek Mill. You like Game guy. more than Meek? And Game you're, will win. You like Game more than Meek? I've listened to Meek since 2011. I've listened to Meek. A hundred percent more times than I listen to the game. But I think in the overall package of the, of the music, I'm, but I think overall you still like that. That's true what you're saying, but I still think you like game more than Meek, regardless of who you listened to before. No, no, I like yeah. Meek more. I listen to Meek more. Yeah. Like I have all the Dream Chasers. I listen to more Meek. I have all the Dream Chasers mixtapes, and they are in heavy rotation. And I play his first three albums. I play them. How about this? Nori and Cam? Not interested. <laughs> Does John need to get involved in this? Jaru? He wants the battle 50. He wants smoke. Yo, what do you think about people just calling this guy like, 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 like they want to prove, like, what's the, what, what is it that, like, Ja wants 50, T.I. wants 50. What is it that people are seeing in 50s, uh, Hip hop resume that they feel it's an easy win. Uh, you know what it is? I think they looked at Fifty as the bully, right? And Fifty doesn't care about music anymore, so now they want to come in about the music. Because Fifty's really removed from music, man. Let's call it what it is. But I think the fact that the culture be out like, they don't remember. He got a, he got, you know he got a song with Pop Smoke and Roddy Rich, and it's doing the biggest numbers he's done in a long time. In terms of views, yeah, but that's not, but that's not. And he's on the number one album, the Pop Smoke album. But that's not on the strength of him. So he's definitely but that's not on the strength of him, though. But that's not on the strength of Fifty, though. That's on the strength of Pop. Are you excited about the song Casanova? Are you excited about the song with Casanova and DMX? Casanova and DMX is doing a song. The song is already done. Casanova put it out. Let me say this. I gotta be real. I have no interest interest in hearing DMX rap. I know people people don't want to hear that. He doesn't sound the same on beats. 
He raps way fast on these tracks when he's rapping to these beats. It doesn't have the same feel anymore. It just doesn't. I know y'all don't want to hear that, but it's just the truth, man. It's the truth. I don't like any DMX rap. I know. I don't. I like Casanova, though. You know that. You don't like Casanova. Oh, speaking of Casanova, Casanova, he got a song. He got a song called... Well, he don't got a song. My man, Klaus, trust me, got a song with Casanova called The Apes. And they shot it in Harlem. I fuck with it. I fuck with a hard body. It's tough. Did you, did, you, did you see that yet? No, I didn't see that, sir. And your boy, and your boy Fabio got a, got, a, got a new song in a video with Famous Dex. I know you like Famous Dex, so Famous Dex and Fabio <laughs> got a song. Famous Dex. Tell me, do you know Famous Dex? He's from Chicago. Of course I know who Famous Dex is, man. Right. I don't know Dex TV, man. I know, I know Famous Dex because of my man Zach TV, man. R.I.P. Zach TV. Yeah. He got he got a song with Fabio for me. They shot a video for it. And by the way, um, do you have a problem with the fact that Fabio Foreman lied about his age and he's not 23? Yo, he's let's talk about it. You sound far away, watch. You sound far away, but I want to talk to you about this. So we're saying Fabi lied about okay. his age, right? Yes. So yes. how old is Fabi right now? How old is Fabi? Do we know the age, the real age of Fabio for him? 30. 30. Is it almost equivalent to when people in the NBA lie about their heights? When they say Charles Barkley is 6'7", they like 6'4", they say, I don't know. Um, What do we think, Watts? Is that corny? Um, <laughs> I don't know what to think, brother. He's, he's moving around like telling a young, young boy. He, he's telling everybody he was born in 1996. And you know how they found out he was 30? They found his jail record. Oh. They wow. found his jail record in his real name. He was locked he up. He's digging the files. Because he, he got locked he up. The files. He was like, hold up. Let me see. So, yeah. Wow. That's when they found out. So he's 30 years old. 30. 30. 30. Running around like he's 20. I don't know how I feel about that, son. That's a little fraudulent. No, so far. I don't know. It's a little fraudulent. I don't know me either. Yeah. It's a little fraudulent. That's a little fraudulent. Let's call it what it is. Um, it's a what do you think about that behavior as a 30-year-old? I'm not. See, that's what I'm saying. Wait for it, Favi. Archie Bunker Award. <laughs> Come on, my nigga. I don't like that. I mean, Sosa Geek out here showing gats on um, IG Live, Perkheads, uh, Sipping Lean. I understand his reckless behavior, but five, you 30 years old, my dude. <laughs> I'm not knocking him being 30. I'm not, listen, I'm not going to knock him being 30, getting himself out of the situation, but you running around acting like you're 21, 22 years old, and it's nothing <laughs> like that. Damn. When are you going to stop throwing up the sets, my nigga? Like, for real. That's crazy. 30? Yeah, man. <laughs> That's wild. That is wild. I don't want to say, man. All right, man. Watch. Take us home, my G. PSA Hip Hop, the home of Cluminati, DJ Clue. Why the Cluminati, DJ Clue? Why? Because me and you knew a good clue tape in the late nineties meant everything. Meant everything. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. When you saw the track listed of a clue your tape, favorite, 
DJ Clue introduced you to nature, and you'll never forget he that. Did. He did. I love you to nature. That's a fact. I will never forget that. I would love, always, always love Clue. Gave us so much bangers, my guy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Shout and out to Clue also gave us, and all that. And Clue also gave us Cannabis's Greatest Freestyle, over 97 Mentality. That's the only Clue he did. That's what I'm saying. He, he did. Hip-hop, the home of DJ Clue. Clue gave us yeah, hip-hop memories, Clue, man. Clue, all right, Clue or Clay Slay? Oh, man, that's tough, man, because in the 90s, it was Clue, but in the, <laughs> in the 2000s, in the early, I'm talking about early 2000s, like the year 2000, 2001, Clay Slay was hitting us with the triple, the triple CD. Not a double CD, triple CD, yeah. man. He was... Yeah. He like went for Clue spot and made it. He literally made a name for himself to show I'm not gonna let Clue and Envy take over this game because I don't. I, I don't Word. Know they fact. Wait, come on, come on, come on. Me and Watson do have uh, something on his channel also. If you want to, you know, dig in the archives, piece of hip hop mixtape DJs combo is definitely on his channel. We spoke about mixtape DJs about two years ago. So you know, take a listen, man. It is what it is, man. Piece of hip hop, man. Rock with your boys, man. I know the vibes are ready, man. Three and Watts. One. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.